everyone. Welcome back to It's All Good. I'm Mel. And I'm Lauren. And today we're going to be talking about self-love. Yeah, I'm really excited for this episode. I think this is this is so important to talk about. It really is. You're right. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So just a quick little outline on what we're going to be touching on today. Um, so what is self-love and what does it mean to us? Um, why is having self-love important to our well-being? And we're also going to be talking about our own practices of self-love and what that looks like in our own lives. Yeah, so to start off, what is self-love? It's, it's something that means, it can mean something so different for everyone, mm-hmm. so keep that in mind. But we're going to start with a definition from Oxford Dictionary that says that self-love is regard for one's own well-being and happiness. And I don't think that encompasses everything about, about what self-love is, but mm-hmm. I think it's a great starter mm-hmm. for an introduction to what it is. I think so, yeah. So what is self-love to you, Mal? Oh, uh, Lauren. <laughs> um, to me, That's my name, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think to me, when I think about self-love, I think of just completely loving myself on just all different levels of what encompasses me, I guess. It's mm-hmm. kind of the same thing um, of like my well-being, if I think of it in different levels. That's loving myself like on a physical level, an emotional um, self with like, you know, the capital S, like self. Yeah. Um, like my inner self and just... Yeah, just everything that makes that me and what makes me me. And, yeah, that's what I think self-love is to me, yeah. Yeah, oh, I think that's great. And Thanks. I have a really similar definition. Mm. Uh, I wrote it's it's having an appreciation for every part of me, including my strengths and my flaws, and accepting the things that I'm not and loving myself for the things that I am. And also I think when I think about self-love for myself, I think it's thinking about how I speak to myself and being kind to to myself. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go into that a little bit more. <laughs> so the reason why we want to talk about self-love, and I want to start off by talking about a study that uh, was done at a studies. university in Sydney. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, who doesn't, right? <laughs> uh, and they examined the link between perfectionism, depression, and self-compassion in adolescents and adults. And the motivation for this study was the research that there's a link between perfectionism and depression. And be, due to the fact that perfectionists, they, they always want to reach this impossible standard of perfection and consistently not meaning it takes a toll on their mental health. So they want to see if there's a way to weaken this link with self-compassion. And what they found was that the practice of self-kindness consistently, consistently reduced the strength of the relationship between perfectionism and depression for both groups. And people that regularly cultivate self-compassion, as in people that are kinder to themselves, have been shown to be more resilient in the face of adversity and recover more easily after trauma. Wow. That's a really cool link, how yeah. it actually affects us like on a deeper level, I guess, mm-hmm. than we might think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just kind of touching... On that, it's this self-love. Obviously, like just penetrates. I think it's just every part of our life, whether we realize it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, the way we view ourselves not only affects our relationships with others, but also just, yeah, I think how we perform, how we succeed. Um, so I think, especially for students, you're just constantly being compared to other people, um, like around you. Um, mm-hmm. I think usually self-love we think of as more like a physical standard, and like in terms of like. Uh, societal and cultural norms with, and pressures where um, like beauty is quite a thing that is being compared to other people and I think that mm-hmm. self-love can especially be lost in that but yeah even ac- academics can affect your self-love mm-hmm. um, and just yeah how you see yourself amongst others and in terms of like performance or whatnot yeah yeah mm-hmm. I think 
especially when we look at grades and, and we have the tendency to, to see if we didn't do so well on a, on a course that we thought, to think that that equates to our self-worth or the way that we love ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it, it definitely doesn't. And it's it's hard to, to remember this, but it's knowing that it's, it's something that can't be defined by other standards mm. and has to be defined by you yourself. Whoa. <laughs> you have to define your self-love. Yeah. What's what's self-love to Mal and I is going to be different for you, which is different from Sally or, oh. or John, my, oh. my favorite people. I'm just kidding. Those are made-up people, by the way. I didn't know if that was... Uh, you caught on. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. So as Lauren said, um, self-love looks different for everyone. And what we do self- for self-love may not be uh, the same for you. For you. Yeah. Um, just because self-love is, yeah, it's your self-worth and you will only know um, your self-worth based um, on your own scale, your own rules. <laughs> just realizing I'm saying the word you a lot. Well, yeah, because we're talking about self-love, so it makes sense to do no, that. I know, it just sounds funny. You, yeah, it's like we're just constantly talking in second yeah, person. But we're talking to you if you're the listener. <laughs> we are speaking into your, your, your brains. So <laughs> I wanted to talk about uh, the way that we talk to ourselves. And I think a lot of people can relate in the way that the way you talk to yourself is maybe not as kind as the way that you speak to other people. And how we are our own worst critics. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts, Mel? Um, yeah, I agree. So I think that voice inside our head is probably the most critical, um, I guess, narrative. Mm-hmm. The most critical narrative that you probably will ever receive in your life. Um, mm-hmm. Sure, people can say really mean things, but I think you can be incredibly mean to yourself because you just like you know weaknesses and you know mm-hmm. what you're capable of and just what. I guess, possibilities and what limitations you have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think it's just self-love is just one of those kind of really honest moments that you have with yourself in which you just kind of acknowledge that you do have power and you do have strength, like, you know, beneath yourself and um, you are capable of great things, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no, I lost my chain of thought. It was no, going so well. I think... That's what you what you said was so empowering, mm-hmm. and maybe it's something people haven't thought about before, mm-hmm. or they don't think about themselves as someone that you should put a priority on. So, when we think about relationships, we often think about relationships we have with other people, with our friends and our family, and I think we don't spend enough time thinking about the relationship we have with ourselves. And I think mm-hmm. the way we treat other people is stemmed by the way we treat ourselves, and whether that's how we speak to ourselves, whether it's kind or if we're easily prone to criticism, how does that translate to our other relationships? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's even just kind of, yeah, just knowing, you know, that you love your friends or you love your family. When it comes down to it, like, do you really love yourself, you know? If you can put out that love to other people, like, why aren't you doing the same for the person that you are? And the know. wise words of RuPaul, if you can't love yourself... How in the hell are you going to love anybody else? Love that. Mm-hmm. RuPaul, if you're listening to this and you want to be on our podcast, oh my God. <laughs> reach out to us. <laughs> Everything is an ad, Lord. Because <laughs> do you think he's listening to this? No. RuPaul has better things to do. 
True. All right. So <laughs> I've actually never seen that show. Should I watch it? Oh, my God. We've got to cut this part out now. <laughs> Why? I've <laughs> never seen it. That's okay. Like, we, can no. still, we can still quote him without me having... Oh, I know. But just, uh, it's a great show. Okay. It's so funny. They have to lip sync for their life when they're um, competing. Yeah. From the bottom two, you must lip sync. Ooh, that's so fun. It's very fun. Is it on Netflix? Two seasons are in Netflix, yeah. Oh, wow. Maybe I gotta <laughs> hop on that drag queen train. <laughs> All right. So, we, so yeah, that's why self-love is important, if you didn't know already. But, so, we want to talk about what do we do for self-love? Yeah. Um, so, for me, myself, and I, um, for self-love, um, I think for me, my self-love journey... Uh, really focus on, I guess, physical self-love. Mm-hmm. I would like to think I, I found a really good relationship with myself in terms of like emotionally and just kind of like um, my inner self and just really loving who that person is. Um, but I think physical just took a bit longer um, than the other parts. Uh, so for me, uh, sometimes I hold mini fashion shows for myself. I love in that. my bathroom, <laughs> and I just put on like my best outfits, and I'm like, "You look awesome today," and that's great. Do you and, do uh, like a, a runway kind of walk? Um, not really, but I do like a little pose at near the end, you know, kind of like a <laughs> whoosh. <laughs> wow, for I'm, myself, yeah. That's so great. Mm-hmm. Wow, you and my mom would get along really well. Oh, perfect. Um, <laughs> give me her number, and I'll give her a call. Sure. Yeah. Maybe she wants to be on the podcast one day. We can interview her. <laughs> so, Lauren. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> what do I like to do? Yeah. Thanks for asking, Mel. Um, so, <laughs> so, I personally like to journal, and I've talked about journaling before, but it's this is uh, what I like to do is I'll write about qualities I like about myself or I'll write myself a self-compassion letter. And that's just kind of things that maybe I put myself in, in the shoes of maybe like a friend and I'll write myself a letter. And for example, I can write stuff like, I like how I'm a good friend or I like how I'm reliable and things like that. They're just things, easy things to come up with. And I think this it could be hard at first to think of things of, oh, what do I like about myself? Maybe I've never thought about before. But it really does become easier over time. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. It's like one of those things that we kind of mentioned earlier. I think we don't really give that time to think about. Mm-hmm. It's like when you... We did like a worksheet once. It's like thinking about your own values mm-hmm. or thinking about like what is really important to you. And it's almost hard to pinpoint, you know? Yeah. Just kind of thinking of yeah, like what's important to me or even the same thing about yourself. Like why do I love myself, right? Like why am I... A good Amazing. You yeah, mean, yeah, absolutely. I think when you when you give yourself the reason to actually physically write stuff down, you you then are are challenged to really think about what do you like about yourself. Mm-hmm. And but if writing isn't your thing, you can always just think about it or talk about it with someone, and it's whatever works best for you. Yeah. So how often do you do that, Lauren? How often do you journal about yourself? So. <laughs> <laughs> sounds so narcissistic. <laughs> um, I, it really depends if it's, uh, if it's, I find that I like to do it most in t- times that are really stressful mm-hmm. because it's nice to have that reassurance mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually did this morning because I just wanted to oh. be reminded of what it felt like. Yeah. And it was, and it's always different every time. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it's really empowering. Yeah. And especially reading it back and reading old uh, entries that you wrote yourself mm. it's like yeah like I am great I am mm-hmm. all these things that I wrote about and it's once you really write it you start to to really embrace what you what you wrote down 
Yeah, I think it's like one of those things where you want to do, especially in, like in times of need. But mm-hmm. um, I guess if you do it, if you practice it regularly, as if you would any other hobby, mm-hmm. um, you get better at it. So especially in those times when you're not really loving yourself or you're not just, you know, feeling yourself, mm-hmm. um, it's easier to kind of just reflect on these practices. Um, so just, you know, remember your self-worth and uh, what you deserve. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I think, yeah, it's, it's when you make it a regular practice, it just becomes a habit. Self-love mm-hmm. just becomes second nature instead of criticism mm-hmm. or being hard on yourself. For me, I think the hardest thing is ruminating on, on things that I did or said. Yeah. And <clears throat> what I do is I just think to cut myself some slack. Mm-hmm. And we're all human. Mm-hmm. We all make mistakes and we all do things that we we think later, oh, I don't know why I did that. At yeah. least that's what I think. <laughs> and know that everyone it is different and everyone there's no perfect person and that's such an mm-hmm. impossible standard to live up to. If you think about self-love, I guess you want to remember, yeah, you're only human, you know? You're going to feel things. You're going to mm-hmm. let things affect you and sometimes things might not turn out the way they want to, but, mm-hmm. and that's completely okay. You know, you're doing your best. You're doing... Um, keep trying everything you can and it still might not get that result but um as long as you know you know you put the work in you put the effort in and you you know you're just trying to be present and be there and just your hardest mm-hmm. you just gotta you know sometimes you just gotta be okay with that yeah, yeah yeah we we are all only human and i think that reminding ourselves is is really important in cultivating self-love mm-hmm. so so yeah that's awesome, Lauren. Great. <laughs> all right. Um, so, yeah, after all of these things that Lauren and I have said, it is important to remember that a self-love journey isn't a thing that um, happens overnight. Um, it can take weeks or days or months or even a lifetime just to, you know, really come to terms um, with yourself. And it takes time. It's sometimes a bit uncomfortable. Um, yeah, it n- might not be clear at times, I think, either, just to see your self-worth. Mm-hmm. Um, but it this can even tie yeah, again, with your relationships. You know, want to surround yourself with people um, who do love you for you and c- can create that and foster that safe space for self-love. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really great. I think the, the only person that you can really make yourself love yourself is, your, is you. And I... I definitely think having really strong and positive and uplifting relationships can really facilitate finding that self-love in yourself. And I think ultimately you should be your own best friend. And if you didn't spend time with your best friend or invest energy in it, then it's probably not a very good friendship. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) At least, so yeah, I mean, spend time with yourself and really get to know yourself and and think about what, what do you love about you? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Self-love. Love yourself. There we go. <laughs> okay. Right. No, but it's totally true that. I yeah. Mean, it's, no, for sure. Like having, yeah, self-love, it, it's not something, there's no quick fix and as much as we wish that there was, but mm-hmm. it's it's a lifetime journey. It's a lifetime relationship that you have and it can fluctuate from day to day, but knowing that you are you for a reason you are so different from everyone else and really celebrate what makes you you oh 
Yeah, it's like there's a reason why your friends want to be around you, you know? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you, I, the listener, if you're listening, um, just <laughs> thanks for being you. Oh. And showing that to other people. It's really sweet, Lauren. All right. Cool. So I do want to end off with a quote that I really like. And it's, to wish you were someone else is a waste of the person that you are. I love that, Lauren. Cool. It's a good note, yeah. So <laughs> I guess that's everything from us today. Thanks yeah. so much for listening. And make sure you liked our Facebook page so you can see when new episodes come out every Sunday. Uh, let us know if you have any thoughts about this episode and if you'd like to hear anything in upcoming episodes. Um, any comments, concerns, or questions, please send them um, to it's all good at gmail.com. Oh, it's close. close. Oh. That was taken already. Oh, okay. It's listen to it's all good at gmail.com. Uh, okay. Or just message us on Facebook. Maybe that's easier. That too. So let's keep the conversation going. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. We'll see you soon. Bye.